to Blind Luminations, the show that is half-sighted, half-blind, all podcast. Now get ready to open your ears to your two favorite lumineers, Mark and Jan. Hello, Luminati. That is you, the fans. And I am Mark, one of your hosts alongside my wife, Jan. You. How's it going? It's going pretty darn good. Jan is my wife, as I just mentioned, and uh, I am the blind guy of this podcast. I'm the blindness. I'm the blind in the blind illumination, and Jan is the illumination <laughs> that will open your eyes, as she has done to mine. Uh, anyway, metaphorically speaking. Metaphorically speaking, yes. Yes. Yeah, I I still can't see no, no. physically. But I did and, not. He wasn't blinded by the light either. No, I was not. Ironically, well, no, I guess that's not really ironic. But the point is, I'm a little bit rusty at this. We haven't podcasted in a long time. Uh, We used to have a show called Pop Culture Nickel. Uh, Maybe some of you listened to that. All all 12 of you, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) But um, for those of you who have, we are back with a brand new podcast and format. And for those of you who have never heard our voices before, uh, well, the, the same applies, I guess. Um, this is the Blind Luminations podcast, and we are here to basically discuss our lives as a married couple with one of us being blind, which is, as I said, me, and uh, one of us being sighted, which is, as I said, my wife, Jan. So um, today... Well, yeah, it's uh, going to be fun and entertaining. We have a lot of different stories to tell. We and do. It's just interesting how... Both sides uh, reflect different perspectives and things like that. And mm-hmm. We have a good laugh over things. We have a fairly good sense of humor. So hopefully I don't you believe do that. Too. I don't agree. <laughs> I don't find anything you tell me funny whatsoever. You're humorless. Mm-hmm. You, your jokes are terrible, and yeah. I never laugh at any one of them. And uh, I just want to point out that the artwork that will be displayed with this was done by Mark. Yes, it was. He decided this. This was his idea. This yeah, was not... Well, yeah, we don't want to offend people. Yeah, this was <laughs> we're, not... We're not making fun of blind people. We're not doing... I just thought <laughs> it would be fun to do the artwork for the show because actually, out of the two of us, Jeanette is a very good artist. Uh, she's the one who designed our logo for the podcast, and uh, she generally does all of the artwork surrounding anything we do. So I thought, you know, for the episode art, I could cut her a little bit of slack and uh, and take the pencils and uh, do a little bit of artwork on my own. So uh, I hope you like my my blind sketches. I get maybe it could be like a new art form. You know how you have like surrealism. This could be <laughs> blind illuminationism, surcitedism, surcitedism. <laughs> oh, that's a ton- like that's a tongue twister a little bit. I don't know if that's gonna catch on. Uh, but, I sure will. I could. I don't know. We'll have so what, what many was that? What listeners. was that? <laughs> what was that you said about being humorous? I don't know. I, uh... <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, but um, that is generally what we're looking to do here. Um, there will be a description in the show notes of what the image is supposed to be for the episode art, just in case I have a week where it really looks like crap. Um, <laughs> I'm sure that will happen eventually. I'm told that this week's art looks okay so uh you can at least decipher what i'm drawing and uh yeah so that's where we're gonna move forward from and on today's episode we will be talking about how i went blind um it happened about 19 years ago now before you get into that story i just want to make sure people know that we did have a poll on our facebook and our twitter going to get to that actually oh 
Okay, go ahead. You're just stealing all my thunder here. Jumping ahead. That's you are. You're just like jumping in the middle of this. Like you gotta let me talk here. I get to things eventually. All right, I will patiently just, wait know, over to side. Typical <laughs> wife, always <laughs> trying to get the husband <laughs> to move along and forcing him to do something he doesn't want to do. Anyway, as I was saying. Heavy sigh. Yeah, you have a lot of those. But uh, as I was saying, um, I went blind about 18 years ago, actually. I said 19 originally, but it's uh, about 18 years ago. It'll be 18 years in September, in fact. Uh, so uh, I'm going to be talking about how I went blind. Uh, we did have a poll on Facebook and Twitter, and it was almost a dead neck and neck decision. It was almost tied 50-50, but one lone vote on Twitter on that poll uh, ended up pushing this subject over the edge. Um, I'm sure we will get to the other topic eventually throughout our episodes of this podcast uh, we were the two options were basically uh, how I went blind or how Jan and I met so uh, eventually we will get back to that uh, we kind of have to say how we met in order for you to understand certain parts of this podcast so uh, we will get there all in good time but until then uh, we are covering how I went blind today. But before we get to that, uh, just thought it would be fun to uh, talk a little bit about what we've been up to. So, uh, Jim, what's going on? I'm married to you, but I don't know what you do in your life. So, uh, what have you been up to? What have I been up to? What haven't you been up to? <laughs> Isn't that the real question? Uh, I've been... I started on new projects, because I was doing one art project, and I realized I got dollar store... Um, uh, wooden plaques mm -hmm. I was going to do um, a project with those but then I realized they were too big for what I wanted to do would you say that they did not placate you sure and uh, so I've I, I had gift cards for uh, Michael's okay so I got some smaller wooden pieces because I like working on wood I mm -hmm. like the uh, the texture of in that uh, I like smaller working that wood eh? <laughs> yes Sorry. Uh, Inappropriate. Inappropriate. <laughs> Cover your ears, children. Anyway. So I like working with that. I like staining the wood, and then you can see the grain and everything, mm -hmm. and painting on it. It looks really nice. Uh, so I started that, and then I think once I'm done that, I'm going to tackle my uh, my big, big painting. But don't tackle the painting. Okay. Uh, well, I'm not going to. <laughs> uh, I was... I'm trying to do a very large uh, painting of... Thulu. Thulu. Yes. H.P. Uh, Lovecraft's Thulu. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I hope that's how you pronounce it. The one, the problem with reading books Just is that... Don't mind that motorcycle in the background, people. We live in an apartment right near a busy road, so if you hear background noise from the traffic, uh, we apologize in advance. You can barely hear it. Oh, I could hear it pretty loudly in my headphones. That's because you weren't paying attention to me. <laughs> yeah, I was. So the point is, is that uh, when you're trying to... Um... Sorry, I lost my train of thought there. Um... When you're trying to figure out how to pronounce things when you're reading them, you can only hear it in your head. So you imagine that you've pronounced it properly all the time. And then you hear it pronounced differently, mm -hmm. and you've got to try to learn how to pronounce it the correct way. 
except that's not how your mind tells you is the correct way. Well, it's kind of like how um, when I'm listening to things on my phone, actually, it has narration software built in, and uh, sometimes it will read names uh, not the way they were pronounced and uh they're not the way they're actually pronounced so uh i'll go to talk to somebody or i'll go to talk to you about somebody uh in the news or whatever and i'll say their name and you'll be like what like who the hell are you talking <laughs> yeah. about and i have to, well my phone uh, says it like this and you're like oh it's this person okay i get it mm. but uh yeah like that happens a lot of times you read a name or even in my case hearing a name on the phone uh not always correct even when it looks like it's like an obvious pronunciation sometimes the narration software on different uh, accessible devices uh, kind of fools you into thinking uh, it's pronounced a different way so i totally empathize with uh, what you go through there when you're reading a book and you don't quite know uh, i liked how it how used to, to pronounce uh, kesha kesha key dollar sign ha huh? <laughs> that was that was really nice. But now they just call yeah. her Kesha. There's no dollar sign in her name yeah. anymore. So it's a lot easier. Yeah. Although I think I think it still calls her Keisha on my phone. And doesn't Remember actually call first, her Kesha. Were we were we dating yet or were we not? I think we were that dating. I was, that I was uh I realized that your narration pronounced things differently. Mm-hmm. And I think I made it my mission one night to try to get it to say anus. <laughs> yeah, because anytime uh, you would write anus, it would pronounce it anus, anus. And so, like, you tried, like, A-Y-N-U-S or, like, A-Y-N-E-S-S. And we tried to several different iterations, and I think you finally got it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. Because I decided that was my mission that night. Mm -hmm. Essentially, I would not leave the computer until I'd found the proper way to type it <laughs> so that your computer would pronounce it. Yeah. Anus. It was, it was a very important <laughs> mission to embark upon. We needed to make sure that my computer knew how to say anus. It was important. And everyone should have a computer that properly pronounces anus. Well, actually now <laughs> like with different um, narration software, there's stuff in like the utilities for the programs themselves where you can add like a pronunciation, uh, like you can say this word that's spelt this certain way, it should be pronounced this way. Like in, mm. a, in a different box, you type in how like it should be pronounced because I've actually done that with a few words like when it comes to proper names and different things like that, uh, you want it to be pronounced the proper way so that mm. you don't look like a dork. But uh, it's always kind of funny because when I'm listening to an article and if somebody says nice, uh, if it's capitalized, it always pronounces it as nice because of <laughs> nice in France. Um, yeah, so <laughs> it's kind of hit or miss sometimes. <laughs> There's Sometimes it's very basic words that it mispronounces. And it the, the thing with nice really annoys me because it happens <laughs> all the time. And it's really irritating because it's like... Oh yeah, like there's there's this band called uh, Nice. <laughs> well, they're actually called Nice AF. Uh, you know the mm. the censored version I'm talking about here, but uh, and it says Nice AF, and it's like, why? Like why? Why are we doing that? So uh, yeah, but anyway. Mm. But we digressed terribly. What were you saying about your paintings? <laughs> so, yeah. So that's what I'm going to be doing next. I'm mm -hmm. going to do that. I have... Because I read the book and everything, so I want to have it a little more um, from the, the 
sort of a literal t- translation. Right. So from the the scene and that a little bit more, mm-hmm. and then after that, I've I actually did start on my Frankenstein. Oh, you is, did. Yeah. Cool. Which I didn't is, know you had started on it. Is based on uh, the description in the book, mm-hmm. which, which is, is actually a, yeah. fairly different from the uh, the movies in that. Because mm-hmm. in the uh, the book, he has long black hair. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, a normal face, yeah. In a book... sense, it's just very veiny and very tight. Yeah, in the book, it's a lot more like a like a bod- like a human that with like body parts like kind of mm-hmm. stitched together from like different bodies almost, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's more of how he looks. It's more in of a sense. like a scarring, like yeah. uh, instead of like the big stitches, mm-hmm. it's more of scars. Yeah, and he doesn't have the bolts in his neck. No, no bolts. Yeah, it's a round head. It looks he has, but he has very white teeth. Mm-hmm. That was uh, one of the things that was very jarring about him is that he'd have very tight, tight skin and very veiny. She could see the veins because of how tight the skin is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he would have a like a smile if he saw the teeth. It was very white. Right. Okay. Because so there, there is something jarring about it. As much as people like to whiten their teeth, mm-hmm. when you ever find someone that has like really, really white teeth... It can be quite alarming. It's a little freaky. Well, yeah, because it's so artificial, right? Like, it's yeah. not it's not human. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, like, that's what it gets down to, so. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. So you have those projects going on. I have some articles in the pipeline. Uh, I am actually a freelance writer. Uh, that's where Jan and I met, in fact, was in college in journalism. And, uh, yeah, so I have continued writing, and I work for a website. They are called windsorite.ca, and uh, I am a freelance writer there. So I'm working on a couple of articles, a few different things coming up in the city of Windsor, Ontario. Uh one of them being Tim Hortons Camp Day, which is a big fundraiser for that uh, fast food chain here in uh, Canada. And they are in the States as well. Um, mm. But uh, that's coming up next week. Uh, we'll probably talk about it a little bit on next week's episode. And uh, there is a trivia night coming to the city uh, for... Uh, it's an Infinity Saga trivia. So basically the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Is being it's being put on in the city, so uh, I'm going to be working on an article about that as well. So, those are my projects. You got your projects. <laughs> I got some pretty happening projects too. They they may not be about Frankenstein, but they're about some Thanos, some uh, I don't know, Captain America, Thor, Iron Man, all those cool cats. <laughs> but uh, anyway, with that being said, uh, that's what's going on with us. And now let's get into the uh, meat of this episode and talk about how I went blind. Oh, oh, oh. I had to give sound effects there because it's a crazy happening. It's not something that normally happens to people going blind. You know what I mean? Uh, it's not uh, every day you hear about somebody going blind. No, especially not uh, young people. No, I was uh, I was not ni- I was not even nineteen years old. I had I'd been blind uh, since birth. Actually, uh, in my right eye, had a slash cornea, so I'd always been blind in that eye. But uh, I lost my eyesight in the left eye uh, about two three months before i turned 19 
So uh, that happened back in 2001, right around the time of 9-11, in fact. Uh, kind of coincided with me going blind. Uh, I just started college in the computer systems technician program, something I probably would have failed if I didn't have to drop out of. I wanted to get into web page design, actually. And uh, most of that course was like different uh, coding languages and programming and stuff. And I don't think I would have done too well because I didn't know a lot of that stuff. So, uh, yeah, but uh, basically about a week and a half uh, getting into the program, uh, I started getting sick. Um, I should probably say too, I have uh, what they call a VP shunt, uh, which is, is essentially like a tube uh, going from my head into my stomach. And uh, because when I was born, uh, I had like fluid in in my head, basically that didn't drain. So eventually they had to install this shunt, which is basically, it, it drains it down into my stomach so that the pressure doesn't build up in my head. So uh, generally the symptoms I get with that so are... So do you think it makes you feel fuller sometimes? <laughs> makes me feel what? Fuller. Fuller? Yeah, because it drains into your stomach so you don't have to eat as much. No, I, I don't think... <laughs> I wish that was the case sometimes because uh, I pack on the pounds every once in a while. But uh, yeah, no, I don't think that works that way. But Maybe you should blame it on the shunt next time you're not sure about your weight. Say, some, oh. some people blame it on the rain, I'll blame it on the shunt. Exactly. I don't think that would be as catchy of a song. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what you would what you would talk about in that song, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> that would be a really weird song. Blame it on the shunt, yeah, yeah. I've got headaches, oh no. But uh, anyway, um, blaming it on the shunt, uh, symptoms included uh, headaches, uh, kind of, uh, well, obviously getting sick, uh, nauseous, throwing up and different stuff like that. So um, that started happening actually in September 2001, about a week into college and uh, I had to start missing classes. Uh, I was actually home the day of 9-11. I remember getting out of bed saying I was staying home that day because I didn't feel well and then uh, going into my mom's bedroom she was watching TV when the first plane hit uh, the World Trade Center and uh, yeah so that's I, I always kind of like um, joined those two like events together you know what I mean? Like, they're kind of intertwined in my mind. Like, me going blind being, like, around this, like, really weird time uh, when, like, there was a lot of uncertainty in the world because of the attacks that had happened in the U.S. So, mm. yeah, so it was a little bit weird there. And um, from there, I was kind of in the hospital uh, on and off for the next few months. Um, I had, like, really small stays to start with because I would be sick and then I would get better and then I would go home and then I'd have a, like a couple of days I were bad again I'd have to go into the hospital because I'm also diabetic so like you can't just be getting sick all of the time without it affecting your blood sugars like you need to get that under control obviously mm -hmm. so um I would keep having to go back into the hospital and different things like that and uh eventually like I just I started getting worse and I had to stay in the hospital longer and it just it happened very quickly, I would say, like, over a few days. Um, my vision started getting cloudy, and then darker and darker, and then I couldn't see anything. So, uh, it, it happened very fast. 
it's kind of funny because I remember at the time uh, when I was like starting to get sick, it was like before I started losing my eyesight, I joked to my mom because I'd seen this episode of Oprah, right? And it was this lady who had regained her eyesight and she was talking about it. And she was saying that uh, actually like she was starting to get like bad headaches and like not feeling well in different things. And then like all of a sudden like her eyesight came back. So I told my mom, I'm like, I know what's causing this. I'm like, I'm gaining my eyesight back in my right eye. <laughs> I'm like, that has to be what it is. And then ironically enough, I went completely <laughs> blind a few weeks later. So uh, that that goes... For the people that believe in karma and different things like yeah. that, that was like... Apparently I screwed nope. with... I shouldn't have screwed that with that lady on Oprah. Um... You Karma ruined, got back to you me. You ruined the surprise. That's what happened. It's like, <laughs> you, you know what? We were going to surprise you? Yeah. Nope. I Done. jinxed it. Take it away. I jinxed it. What the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. <laughs> I don't think that, that's how it works, but, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I always thought that was funny. And, uh, like, in retrospect, it was, like, one of those, like, you kind of have to laugh at it because it's so stupid. Like, come on, like, as if that would happen, right? But, uh, yeah, so that ended up happening. I think I lost my eyesight uh, in, it was either, like, end of September, beginning of October. And, like, that's the weird thing about that period of time in my life. Because, like, I said I was in the hospital on and off for the next few months. Like, basically from September to, I'd say, maybe the middle of October, I was in the hospital here in the city of Windsor, like, which is around where we live. Uh, I was here for those, like, for that month and a half. And then for the next month and a half, they sent me up to London, which is a, a city that is about an hour and a half, two hours away. And I was at that hospital because uh, they could perform a lot more tests up there. That's a university hospital. So it's a teaching hospital. They have a lot more equipment there. So basically, a lot of a lot of the time what would happen, I would be at the hospital like from Monday to Friday and like I was starting to get a little bit better by then. So like on the weekends, my parents got to bring me home for the weekend and then like when Sunday came around, they had to bring me back to London. So it was always like this weird thing of traveling back and forth. So uh, yeah, so that's kind of how I lost my eyesight. They never really figured out. No. Now, for your eyesight, yes. I remember you telling me before it got cloudy. Now, you didn't you didn't realize you were losing your eyesight at the time. You just just you thought the the room was getting darker, or that someone was dimming the lights for you. Well, that's that's what it like. That was the sensation it felt mm. like. Yeah, like I didn't actually think like lights were dimming or anything. Um, but yeah, like. I didn't think it would ultimately lead to me going blind, essentially. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like, by the time I ended up getting, like, certain tests done, like, it, it was pretty much too late. Uh, they didn't really find the actual cause. Uh, they ended up, they said it was end-stage glaucoma, but there's been some back and forth about that even. But, uh, essentially it boils down to, like, damage to the optic nerve, basically. Like, I've had one doctor, like, describe it to me like essentially like when they look at your eye like they, they can see like the optic nerve it looks like a donut and um when they look at my eye there's no donut so <laughs> somebody eat your donut don't yeah but uh yeah exactly i'd make it's a terror no i'd make dough. a terrible homer simpson no dough <laughs> no dough oh. i don't even know what that like how that was a joke like what were you referencing there to make that a joke nothing that was pure me. 
I was pure me, and you say you're humorous. Mm-hmm. Okay, then. Anyway, um, so, yeah, so, this, yeah, this whole period of time in my life is really weird. Like, I remember kind of bits and pieces of it, and because, like, it's such... I was so sick at that time. Like, I lost... I forget how much I lost. I think I lost, like, 30 pounds mm. over that period of time. I think I was, like, 150. Does that make sense? No, I don't think I was 150. I don't know what I was exactly. <laughs> but I I think I went down to, like, just, like, over... I think I was, like, down to, like, 110 pounds or something. Like, I lost a lot of weight over that. Because, like, I couldn't keep food down and stuff. But don't worry, he's gained a lot of it back. Oh, I've gained a, it back in them, he's so... A, he's a healthy weight now. You make it sound like I'm this huge, <laughs> fat, obese man, and I'm not. No, you're just not. Just for the record. No, you work out in that. Yeah, a little bit. I wouldn't I wouldn't classify it as working out. Yeah, I, I get a little bit of exercise. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, like I was saying, though, like, that period of time in my life is very... Uh, it's very weird. Like, I remember it in bits and pieces because uh, I was so sick at the time and going back and forth and different things. Like, and it was weird, too, because, like, you think you're just getting out of high school at that point, like I was anyway. Um, so, like, everybody else is kind of starting their lives. And here I am. Like, it almost felt like time stood still because I was stuck in the hospital for three months and nothing was happening for me. Meanwhile, like, all this stuff was happening with, like, different people. Like, I had two friends who had actually, <laughs> they had been engaged, broke up, and gotten back together within the span of time that I had been in the hospital. So it was like this really weird thing. Like, when I got out of the hospital, finally, like, having to readjust to, like, where everybody else was at in their lives because it was kind of like mine stood still. And, like, there are certain things that, like I said, like, it's almost like time moved in, like, bits and pieces because, like, I remember, like, some things in the hospital like mm. after going blind like i remember there's this one time like i got up in the middle of the night i really had to go to the washroom and i'm like well i don't need to call a nurse like to just go to the washroom and so i got out of bed and i was moving i went to our washroom and before i knew it i was out in the hallway of the uh the hospital and i i couldn't get back into my room so uh, there was actually a couch nearby like or like you know how they have like the stuff set up you can sit on mm. in the hallway so i actually i actually went there and laid there and tried to go back to sleep <laughs> and then finally a nurse came by she's like mark like what are you doing there kind of thing and i'm like oh, well i tried to go to the washroom and uh, i kind of got lost so uh she helped me out and like that's something that sticks out in my mind um and there's another couple things because like i knew we were going to be talking about this so i tried mm. to think of like different stuff that had happened while i was in the hospital and uh i remember going to london the the first person i had in my room with me it was like a semi-private room or whatever and there's a guy there he was an older guy and he was diabetic too and uh there's this male nurse and he sounded like dr evil <laughs> And he was trying to tell, like, this guy that he needed to take his insulin. So, like, you just hear this male nurse, like, Sir, like, you need to take your insulin. Your insulin, you have to take your insulin now. And it's, it sounded just like, it was, like, the weirdest, like, I was trying not to laugh. And, uh, yeah, like, he totally sounded like Dr. Evil. So, like, you find, like, the little things to kind of laugh at when you're going through stuff like that. And, um... 
The other thing that was funny about this guy in my room, every time he'd fart, he would <laughs> cough after he was done farting, thinking like that was disguising the fact that he was <laughs> farting. So you would hear like... <clears throat> and it was like, dude, you're not covering up the fact that you're fart. Like your farts are loud and you're you're not... You're not timing this right. <laughs> and even if you did time it right, I don't think it would really work. So, yeah. So I remember that about London. And uh, those are like some of the funnier things about uh, everything that was going on. Because uh, it, it wasn't the most fun time in my life. And like, to be honest with you, in that one, like the vote, I was kind of like, oh, I don't know if I really want to talk about this. <laughs> but... Um, and there were some some funny things that happened throughout, and uh, yeah. So I I don't know if you have any uh, questions for me, Jan. Like oh, I know it's I not something so I know it's not something I talk about with you often. So oh, go yeah, ahead, go ahead, put uh... your reporter hat <laughs> back on. Well, I was trying to. I was asking you a few questions. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, let's see. So. This happened, obviously, before I was... I knew you existed in the world. Yes, it, it did. Yeah. I did not like know you. We did not meet for another four years. Yeah. Well, yeah, give so, or take. Yeah, but... Three, three, four years. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. Go ahead. You, you like ahead. to be more precise about dates yes. and that than I do, and... And you're often wrong, so... I know, because... It works. That's, that's why I'm that's not why precise about that. Oh, okay. Because Mark has a memory... That is insanely good. Mm -hmm. Sometimes. He can remember Almost things then. from his childhood, and I cannot remember what I did about 15 minutes ago unless See, I try really, really hard. The trick with me is that I attach insanely stupid events to periods of time in my <laughs> life, so that's how I remember a lot of things. So, uh, like, when it comes to remembering when stuff happens, I'll be like, no, like, this thing happened at this time because this stupid thing took place in my life so that's kind of how i i end up working things mm -hmm. but anyway sorry i corrected you you're the one asking the questions <laughs> go ahead so yeah so i don't remember the the dates and times very well and that and it works for me because mm -hmm. that's how i function yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the only way it'll work for yeah me. exactly that's all good but uh so this was before us. So we've gone over things before and discussed them. Mm -hmm. um, I do remember that uh, you were staying up until a minute past midnight on New Year's Eve. And then you were just going to bed. And it was essentially to give 2001 the middle finger, as you put it. Yeah. You just wanted to see it off. <laughs> well, it's one of those things, right? Because it ended up being like such a terrible year because of the last few months. And actually, when uh, I got out of the hospital in November-ish, mm. um, I was doing a little bit better. Like, I was doing better in the sense that, like, I wasn't getting sick all the time. They didn't totally figure out what had caused my eyesight. But basically, by that point, I was well enough, and they don't keep you in the hospital any longer than what they have to. So uh, they sent me home, and then... By December, I ended up getting pneumonia. So I ended up back in the hospital once again for like a week or two. And uh, I was actually in uh, intensive care uh, during that period of time because my pneumonia was pretty bad. So uh, I got out of the hospital just in time for Christmas that year. And uh, by the time the year was done, I was like, well, screw this. I'm like, I'm not going to let everything that happened kind of bring me down. So I'm standing up and I'm going to last until midnight. And it was... 
the hardest thing <laughs> I've ever had to freaking do, but I did it. I stayed up until 12.01 a.m., and then I went to bed and slept for eight hours straight. I like how despite everything that happened, you're like, the hardest part of all of this was staying up past night. <laughs> that was the hardest thing yeah. anywhere. Yeah, exactly. That that's Everything else was a walk in the park, yeah. let me tell you. Going blind, that was nothing. No Having more, to stay yeah. up on New Year's Eve in my bed, whew, that took a lot out of me, let me tell you. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a real, yeah, yeah, it was tough. It was rough. No, I won't go into too much about the uh, the dealing with blindness because obviously there'll be different episodes where we're yeah. going to touch on that. Um, because that is a big part of it because it's not only you that got used to being blind, but then after we were together, it was me getting used to being with someone that was blind. Yeah, and that's going to make so. up the basis of this podcast, you yeah. getting used to <laughs> But it. But it's because as many years as we've been together... Mm-hmm. And we've been together 12 years and 13? Longer. 14? It's going to be 14 in October. Holy crap. Yeah, it's going to be 14 in October. Yeah. Because we got together in 2005. See, I still make mistakes. There's certain times where it's like, oh, that's right. I forgot you were blind. If you wanted, (laughs) by the way, before you continue, if you want to prove that I'm the one who remembers the dates in this relationship, we just just inadvertently... (laughs) showed you exactly what we were talking about anyway continue mm-hmm. now i will say this that uh my dad once said and i i hold it true because it works uh for us at least mm-hmm. that uh when you are in love with someone that you're meant to be with and you spend time it is always like you just started with that person and yet it feels like you've been together forever right because he he's always said like he has a hard time remembering time in that, like how long he's been together with my mom, mm-hmm. or he'll have to try to remember how old we kids are in order to figure out how long he's been with mom. You realize what because... you just said makes me look really bad because he's like, I have a hard time remembering <laughs> when I started with your mom because like it feels like it's been forever because mm-hmm. we're so in love. And I'm like, I remember exactly <laughs> when we started dating. October 21st, 2005. But anyway, go ahead. But it's because it feels like, you know, it hasn't, it can possibly have been that long. And then, like, he thinks about it and it's like, okay, like, it's been, like, you know, over 20, 30 years. Mm -hmm. It's been almost 40. It's Mm -hmm. been over 40, I think it is. Yes, I think so, too. Yeah. And and yet it it feels, still feels like freshness to it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's us. Or at least one of us. Um, Whoa. Throwing down the gauntlet here. (laughs) But that's part of it, is that Mm -hmm. it's it's figuring out, you know, every now and then I'll do something. It's like, oh, that's right. You you can't see what I'm going to show you. Mm -hmm. And I think it also comes from the fact that I am a very visual person. Right. Because I do the art and that. And uh, I find it helps, too. It hinders and it helps. <laughs> well, I, I was just going to say, like, with us, I think you luck out because of the fact that I I did have eyesight for, like, 18 years. So, like, when you describe things, I'd know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, that that really helps us out, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think you say, like, sometimes, like, you have, like, that artistic mindset. Like, you say it's a hindrance. But, like, in a certain way, like, it's good because, like, it, you're good at describing things. Plus, like... You know, as crappy as it is that I 
I went blind. It's not the end of the world or anything, whatever. But I like I could see uh, for those eighteen, almost nineteen years before. So like I do have a point of reference as well, and like I could see long enough that I remember what things look like. So I I think that's good for us. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So. Because I know sometimes when I reference color. Yeah. I'll I'll talk about. Okay, do you remember March's hair? Mm-hmm. Or do you remember... Well, that was us uh, trying yeah. to pick out our wedding colors. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the one who picked out the blue for our wedding. Yeah. Cornflower, by the way, yeah. in case anybody was wondering. So we had, uh, like, it was... Okay, do you remember these blues from, like, this show? And uh, and stuff like that. Or it will be like, okay, remember what a Cheerio looks like? Or a honeycomb? Well, then imagine this and this is how the building looks so uh it is easier because there is a point of reference yeah and if ever you're doing art one thing you'll figure out is reference is so important <laughs> mm-hmm. i just had someone i used to work with and she was figure or uh, she was sharing something it was a meme saying that uh you think that you know what a bird looks like and then you draw it and it's like what the hell <laughs> and then you have to look up like that's what a bird looks like yeah yeah so yeah Mm. so yeah so that's that's pretty much everything in terms of like me losing my eyesight um i mean there's obviously the aftermath i had a lot to deal with which is a something that will create some good episodes i think in the future but uh essentially like when you lose your eyesight like that like something big like that happens to you in your life you really find out who your friends are because i found like a lot of friends just kind of went away after uh, i lost my eyesight and the ones who really mattered stuck around uh you know uh they just stuck with me and that's like the weird thing about uh losing your eyesight when you're like in your teenage years because like for me like i have my group of friends uh that you know i'd hung out with all throughout grade school uh well different ones from grade school high school and so like by that point in my life like I (laughs) it's kind of weird to say it's like I sometimes even now like I feel like I I don't really fit in anywhere because like not that I don't fit in but like I don't entirely fit in with either group because like all my friends are sighted so they don't really know exactly what it's like to be blind but I also never um, like, I never became a part of, like, the blind community locally. You know what I mean? Like, I never mm. really became friends with anybody else who was completely blind, too. So it's like, I'm not really in either space. And it's just kind of weird. But, I mean, you find, above all else, like, the people who are your friends will stick with you through thick and thin kind of thing. And the ones who don't matter just go away in the end and like mm. my best friend at my wedding I've been friends with him since grade school so and like he stuck around he was there after I went blind and everything and uh other friends I still have today are like the ones who stuck around after I went blind and yeah. uh, like there's a bunch of people who just yeah and I, you know like that mm. became a barrier to them hanging out with me so and and you just like I said you yeah. find out who your friends are so uh, well I also want to for, for me, one of the, the goals I have with this is uh-huh. that if you're a sighted person, like, you realize that it's not so hard being around someone who's blind. Because yeah. I think, because I remember before we even started dating, you had asked about whether or not that affected things. And I would get into that later. But basically, I said, well, yeah, like, it's it's something that can be scary to people. Oh, yeah. Because 
it's not that you know people don't care it's that they care that they're afraid of doing something wrong they're afraid of leading you to the wrong place mm -hmm. and i can tell you that happens um <laughs> multiple multiple times <laughs> and there are times where i have to lead you in fact yes yeah so i mean if that's your fear don't worry about it like you know it happens they mm -hmm. get used to it they're you know they understand that you're human just as they are yeah i would say so um not to talk on behalf of blind people mm -hmm. but uh i hope that that's something that you realize too because well and the uh, reason i asked you yeah. about it being an issue is because like in past relationships i'd had it had become an issue mm -hmm. so and i mean that's something <laughs> i feel like we're just like teasing future episodes like mm -hmm. constantly in this one but like it's something we will talk about uh, moving forward with the podcast because that's something that becomes a real big issue um when you are blind i mean the people treat you differently obviously and i mean like you're different so people are going to treat you differently but um like it's something that did create these uh complications in past relationships so like as much as it's something that shouldn't matter it does and i think you have to be realistic about it yeah because so. uh even if uh you're if uh, you're deaf because i learned mm -hmm. some sign language and that to uh to work at work Mm -hmm. and months months later someone who was deaf had come in and so they uh someone had asked for my help and i'm trying to remember like signs that i learned months ago and as we have established i don't remember things very well and it's not like i so can help her learn the sign language because she could be <laughs> showing me and it's not going to do any good he anyway. just said it looked fine yeah um so excellent and as much as I was sweating about it and worrying about how bad it was, uh, the person who was deaf was understanding. I was trying. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they didn't, you know, shake their fist at me or get mad that it, it took me a, a couple tries to remember what, you know, some things were. Yeah. But to get uh, the reaction that I did at first was someone who was excited that I was trying with... Uh, sign language is is a language so you know it was just you know try, someone trying to communicate in their language because sign language is a language and uh you know someone was trying so i mean if you're ever apprehensive of learning something and it's, you know i'm not going to be that good or you know should i help this person out who is in wheelchair or something like that just ask yeah they'll let you know um, that's like the best advice I can possibly give to someone because like for me personally being blind um it's very hard for me to know what's going on around me and like it gives me anxiety sometimes because like I don't want to look stupid but like asking somebody and like they're not around like I always feel stupid when that happens and I know I shouldn't like that's the thing I have to deal with too but like at the same time like if you're worried about it like you can ask me because like you can see me there like don't ever be afraid, like, with a blind person. Like, don't be afraid to ask them. Like, the worst that can happen is that they tell you they're okay. Like, they're not going to tell you, like, no, leave me alone, stupid. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's it's one of those things. Like, I think people are afraid because, like you said, like, they're afraid they're going to do the wrong thing. But if you just ask the person what they need, um, that goes a long way. 
to helping you know, with, with the situation. You know, as long as you're giving them respect when you do. Like, well, yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. Don't don't act like they, you know. Don't act like they're like they can't understand what you're saying or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't go up. Hello, my name is like you know, like just assess it and just explain like, oh, I I noticed that. I wasn't sure if you were having trouble with this or if you needed any help. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. even with... I'm a taller person. I'm not a tall, tall person. Yeah. But I'll even phrase it with people that are, are shorter. Mm-hmm. And I see them looking at something on a higher shelf or, like, that, that they have to reach over. And I'll ask them, like, you know, don't take this the wrong way. I just noticed, did you need help? Because I can reach that for you. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes they say, oh, no, I'm fine. I was just looking or whatever. But... No one's ever turned to me and be like, whoa, terrible person you are, mm-hmm. just assuming this. It's like, no, I just, you know. Yeah. Like it's, all, it's all about how you approach the situation, yeah. essentially. So, um, but anyway, I think that that about does it for that topic this week. Yeah. Because we generally, this is a little bit longer of an episode for us because yeah, it's the because, first one. Yeah, we're kind of setting the groundwork for what uh, what this podcast mm-hmm. will be. So uh, we're going to try and refine things moving forward. But uh, like, we just want to give you kind of a basis for like what we're doing here. Yeah, because we do try to have shorter episodes because we understand people have busier lives. Mm-hmm. So uh, we we will not be a podcast that goes on for an hour. And I mean, if you want to let us know what you guys prefer too, like we'd love to hear feedback. Like if you do want to hear like episodes that do stretch out to an hour or whatever, like let us know what your preferred length of the podcast is too. Cause like we're very adaptable, I guess is a good mm. word to use. Uh, like we're not against doing shorter episodes, longer ones. Like I know, I know podcasts generally kind of run the gamut. Like, some are, like, 10 minutes, some are, like, 30, some are an hour, so, like, um, yeah, like, it's essentially what you guys want to hear from us and what we can offer to you, uh, you know, just to get this uh, information across. Yeah, and as we've already established, obviously we do listen to our own polls, we do listen to feedback from Twitter Mm -hmm. and Facebook, we do have an Instagram that uh, I will be posting more on, too. Yeah, and and with the Instagram, it's I just want to stress, and with all of our social media, actually, um, we're gonna try our best to make it accessible. Um, a lot of these social medias allow us to uh, insert captions. Uh, they call it uh, the blind community calls it alt text, and uh, or alt descriptions. And basically, what it is like for screen reading software, um, it'll read a description of the photo. Uh, to people using that software. So for blind people, they will be able to know what is in a photo. So we're going to be trying to use that. I know Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter all have that uh, option integrated into their stuff so we can use it. Um, And we're definitely going to use that with like photos we upload. So if you see something that doesn't have it, or like notice that there's something that doesn't have it let us know so uh, we can go back and fix that because we are trying to make everything we put out there as accessible as possible too because i just think it would be kind of hypocritical uh, of us as a podcast like trying to put information out there to help people uh to know how to handle uh others with a disability and then not be respectful of those disabilities so uh, we're going to try our best to be accessible to everybody. That's basically what I'm trying to say. So, 
Mm-hmm. You know, when you originally said, like, as we've already shown, I thought mm-hmm. you were gonna like end that with, as we've already, as we have already demonstrated, Mark loves to talk about himself. <laughs> I thought do. that's what you were gonna say about me. I, I what, what was that? Sorry? <laughs> said you do. Well, you know, I'm an interesting kind of guy. What can I say? It's it's my curse. It's my burden. To, it's you, my cross to bear. And you keep on going. It's my cross to bear. I mean, as always, you have to bear down for midterms. But anyway, as uh, as Jan said, we are on all the social media. <laughs> You'll uh, also notice that we make a lot of. Uh, I don't want to say pop culture because that was from... <laughs> we had a pop culture podcast that we had, like I said, Pop Culture Nickel. And and as we continued to record that podcast, we realized we are not good at keeping up with pop culture. We watch like a few shows and mm-hmm. reference them relentlessly. Yes. So uh, I was gonna, well, to... I was going to say it wasn't pop culture just because uh, community has been off the air well, for yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like I'm saying, like... It was basically just, like, the shows we watched, which a lot of them were out of date. And we originally thought that was pop culture, but it wasn't really. And we didn't keep up with current pop culture. (laughs) So it turned into a bit of a mess that we became uninterested in. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's kind of why we decided to do something different. Because I'm interested in myself, and Jan is, too, for some reason. Facebook is his domain. Yeah, Facebook's my domain. Uh, If you want to visit that, uh, you can find us there. Blind Luminations. Uh, You can either, it's like, at Blind Luminations or www.facebook.com slash Blind Luminations. You can find us on Twitter at Blind Lumination. Just no S, basically, the show title without an S. Because they don't give us enough characters for the full show title on uh on Twitter. So uh, that's where we're at there. And then on Instagram, it's uh, the same as Facebook, uh, Instagram.com slash Blind Illuminations. Mm-hmm. And if you want to email us with any feedback, uh, any suggestions for the show, whatever, you can do so by sending uh, an email. I almost said a letter. That's not what people do anymore. You can send us an email uh, to blindilluminations at gmail.com. And uh, we take everything into consideration. So, uh, and if you like this episode, make sure to share it with your friends. Uh, if you're using the Overcast app, I just want to uh, educate people on this. Uh, the Overcast app for listening to podcasts on uh, iPhones, they actually have an awesome new feature. It's called Clips. You can take a 30-second clip from a show that you listen to and you can share it on Facebook or different social media. So like if you enjoy this podcast and you want to give and let people listen to like a certain excerpt that you thought was really good, you can use this clips feature and share it on social media. And that really helps us uh, get more people to listen to the podcast because they get a little bit of a sampling and then they can other people can share it and it can really grow from there so i just want to let people know about that uh, that's the app i use actually it's fully accessible um it's called overcast on iphones and it's really great so uh if you use that make sure you use the clips function and uh share a little bit of love for us and uh as always we're on all the great you know i was gonna say thank you professor mark but it just sounds like maybe you're plugging i'm the nutty professor no you're plugging professor I'm the plugging professor that sounds weird (laughs) that sounds really weird but um (laughs) 
yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, but uh, I, that, that's the app I use, but we are also available on a bunch of different podcasting platforms. We're on iTunes, Google Play, slash Google Podcasts. I don't know what they're calling it officially anymore. Um, we're on Spotify. We're pretty much everywhere great podcasts are. So uh, just find us, spread the word, uh, have your friends, give us a five-star review. You can give us one, too. We'll, we'll accept anything and uh until next week i think that about does it said is that good for you jan works for me because you're the wife and i I, happy wife happy life so i gotta make sure you're happy with (laughs) how this turned out i am okay that's good so uh yeah with that being said uh that's gonna do it for this week's episode we will be back next wednesday talking about all kinds of stuff related to our marriage dealing with the blind life and living the dream and we'll probably tell you a little bit more about ourselves not so much what we we are doing but a little bit more about ourselves too. yeah exactly what our interests are we're ready to open up Mm -hmm. and that after all is the main thing we do that wasn't a good catchphrase. No, no, it wasn't. Okay, well, why don't you come up that? with one? Why don't you come up with one? Uh, Jan's right. You're no, welcome. No, no, no. You're anyway, welcome. Anyway, until next week, uh, we will be living the dream. We hope you are too. Take it easy, and we will talk to you later. Thanks. Bye-bye. Blind Illuminations was created by Mark and Jeanette Rushlow. Theme music was provided by Bill Nouveau at www.nouveauentertainment.com. Make the god of blindness happy. Mark calls him blinder. Rate, review, and subscribe to Blind Illuminations on iTunes or wherever great podcasts are found. This has been a Fire Teddy production. Thank <laughs> you.